Hi, this is Mark, and welcome to Enhancing the Human Experience, the podcast designed to help you get the most out of life. And I'm sitting here with my good friend, Alejandro Anastasio. Hey, Mark. Hey, Alejandro. <laughs> and I always have so much trouble thinking how to introduce to you. You know, you're a professional speaker, world-class Aikido practitioner and former sensei. Hi. Um, Toastmasters, musician. Yeah, I've done some TED Talks. <laughs> Your bio Podcasting. just kind of go on and on. Yeah, it seems to go on and on, but you can just let people know that I am a professional speaker, podcaster, lover of children, and wannabe superhero. You make it, you're making it easy on me now. You take the, you took the work off me there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, my pleasure. No problem. So you just started a new podcast, which is a new venture, and I've listened to two episodes. It's absolutely phenomenal. And tell us how that project came about. Well, as a professional speaker... I'm trying to find ways to further enhance my speaking career and maybe spark it in a different way. Sometimes you just got to try things out. A lot of people write books, become professional speakers. I've been trying to become a better paid professional speaker th through doing more speaking. Yeah. And that can be a challenge because, of course, I can get speaking gigs, but getting well-paying speaking gigs takes a little more work. Yeah. And... I don't always have the financial freedom and opportunity to just be on the road a lot without getting paid. Not that I don't mind doing gigs for free, but it also comes down to figuring out what works, what doesn't work. I'm working on a book. Writing books are a great way to get more speaking gigs if you're an author that looks great on your website. And I was just looking for something that I can actually do in a speaking format that right now I can spend a little more time at home, stay a little more grounded, and still spread my word out universally. Yeah. And podcasting seemed to make the most sense. And I've mentioned before, 15 years ago, podcasting was a, was a hit. It was just way live. <laughs> and then it faded out a little bit as video came on. Now, depending on who you talk to and how old they are, I was talking to some younger chaps, and I was like, oh, yeah, 15, 18 years ago, podcasting was big. And they were like, ooh, when I was like nine. But it's making a comeback right now. So I thought, oh, yeah, podcasting might be a really good way to go just to get the word out, just to be speaking, give people access to what I'm talking about. And it might spark a little more speaking gigs. Yeah, well, especially for someone in your field, I think podcasting is primo because, you, like you said, it just broadcasts you. Sure. And people are going to hear your message, hear what you have to say, and say, I want that guy to come speak to my organization, my group. Because you have, a, you have an, an excellent message. And, and that's one thing I was going to ask you. You know, Not only the, are the podcasts stories entertaining, and I'm at the edge of my seat, but I, pull, I pulled nuggets out and I wrote notes of life, major high-arching high life lessons from your podcasts. So do you build a podcast around that or does that just naturally flow out of the story? I think it's a little bit of both. If anything, I'd say it probably flows more out of the story. And I think about that, but not necessarily that much. That just naturally is who I am. You were in my martial arts school. I told yeah. a lot of stories. <clears throat> I tell a lot of stories. My podcast is pretty much my brand, which is One Hand Speaks. I was born without two hands. I've lived my whole life with one hand. And I've just overcome a lot of things. And living a one-handed life has a lot of cool quirks. And if you can change your perspective a little bit, you can get a lot out of it. And I think what's important is 
Regardless of whatever stories I'm telling, a lot of my podcasts are about my experience living life with one hand and overcoming certain adversities and looking at certain views. Naturally, I think good things just come out of that. Yeah. And it's important that my podcasts aren't just for one-handed disabled people. I hear that a podcast should be very refined and very niched, but if I can earn a black belt with one hand, I think other people can with two. Totally. And it's just so much about the stories need to apply also to everyone. So it's a very individual experience that has a universal message. So I think mm, a lot of people can learn things from a one-handed life that oh, can yeah. be very beneficial. And then I'm just that kind of person. I got a lot of great things to say. <laughs> I'm very deep into Buddhism. I'm very steeped deeply into the martial arts. I simply want to help people. I think not having two hands is a great benefit because... I like myself, I overcome a lot of things, and that just inspires people to do the same. Yeah, well, and, and you've hit the nail on the head. I mean, you've done so much at a deep level. Stories are like, your bag of stories is just deep and full. I mean, <laughs> I can pull a lot of cool stuff out. Yeah. That can help people, and that's funny, and that's inspirational. And My whole thing is entertainment with, it, with an enlightening edge. I think you hit the nail on the head because it, all of those bases are covered from the podcast I've listened to at your website, onehandspeaks.com. Onehandspeaks.com. That's my website. I just launched on May 24th, right around the corner, the day before the 40 year, 40 year anniversary of Star Wars. I saw that. I, I, yeah, I got a bunch of sci-fi <laughs> Star Wars stuff coming out. I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of Jedis have one hand. Yeah. So I have a deep connection to Star Wars. My parents raised me on sci-fi, and I'll probably have a podcast coming up that's got a sci-fi superhero overtone pretty soon. But yes, I just launched. Check me out, onehandspeaks.com. Look for my podcast. And if you can, write a review. Go to iTunes. Absolutely. Check me out. Try it out. Let, and, me, and it's let me know what you write, think. Yeah, and it's easy to write the review. And you have simple instructions right on your website in the show notes exactly just go to the show notes go down to the bottom but if you're a fan of itunes you listen to podcasts you know what to do right now all you got to do is do it totally and those reviews that actually help rank you and help move they you do. up towards up the charts mm -hmm. yep. because even the, the podcast field from what i've seen is getting full again like you said i think it's on an upswing because people can listen to them wherever they're at. They don't have to have the video going. They can put them on and go for a run or a walk. Yeah, they can do them when they're driving. They're very, you know, it's digital radio. And, yeah. and radio never dies out. Radio dramas, This American Life, things like that Yeah, are, have always been popular. People like to listen to things at their own discretion. Yeah, And without video, it's, it's just you can do things when you're listening to a podcast. Yeah. So people enjoy that. Right now, podcasting's hot. It is. It's a good time as a speaker to engage into podcasting and try to make something of that. Yeah. Build a following that way. Yeah. Now you've you've done we didn't even talk about the fact that you're a musician. I mean that we, we skipped. See, that's what I'm saying. There's so many nuggets stuck in stuck in the nook and crannies. Sure. So you've you've done musician, you um, public speaking, performance art. How is podcasting different? Or is it? It is a little bit different because typically in front of a live audience, speaking has a certain quality to it. And then podcasting, you're really doing for me by myself. And then right now we're having an interaction. So 
this interview has a certain tone to it, a certain timbre, a certain quality. I can get excited because you're here. When I'm in front of an audience, I can feed off the audience. The audience feeds off me. And when you're listening to a live audience-based podcast, which a couple of my first ones are, that has a quality to it because you hear people laughing. You feel like you're with someone. So the trick is in certain podcasts is to give it that flavor alone. Yeah. And that takes a little bit of practice. Yeah, I can imagine. So there, there are some differences there. You do have to prepare for a podcast differently than a live talk, but they, they have a certain feel together. So I, for me, it's just going, going to be a practice, trying to figure out how to make that work, how to get excited when I'm just talking, telling stories by myself. Yeah. And, and some of them are about my one-handed experiences but I plan on moving more into telling specific stories about those experiences and just having a venue for storytelling. And my approach at my approach and perspective of what makes a good story. Yeah. And talking, you know, interviewing other storytellers and spoken word artists and people of that nature. Because when I really had to think about what it is that I really do, I tell stories. Mm -hmm. Whether they're long or short, drawn out, deep, exciting cutting edge of my life the, the the darker side of experiences that we have whatever it is over the course of my lifetime people have just said i tell good stories they like to hear me speak and i would agree with that as we've talked about and that's why i say I, i'm very excited for your podcast to move forward and hear those stories come rolling out sure sure you know. i am too yeah <laughs> i am too once you're over the uh, technical <laughs> the technical uh, hurdles of podcasting uh, yes there it's it's a little bit of a challenge <laughs> to set all of that up and um mark and i are going to actually do a couple podcasts about what it takes to get started in podcasting and setting up a little checklist and something along those lines to help people along yeah so look for that coming down the road sure because sure and both, you know, you're technical. You've done a lot of stuff online and web before, and I've done a fair share, but this setting up Yeah, the it's a whole different groove. <laughs> it's a whole different groove. Yeah, I'm a professional designer, right? I, I work as, yeah. a, as a graphic designer professionally for the last eight, 18 years. I do my own audio. I do my own video. I set up my own websites. I create my own marketing. I, it's pretty much a one-handed show. <laughs> but all, I'm bumped. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh -huh. I do it all by myself. I was just telling some friends yesterday, I don't, I, don't, I don't have a big stock of cash where I can just pay people to set all this up. I have to take care of that myself. And I will tell you, it was pretty challenging yeah, to I've... kind of weed through the podcasting realm to mm -hmm. set up a podcast. Yeah, I mean, on one level, it, it might if you got some money, it might be easier to just pay someone to do it. Yeah, and we then, did invest it. We both of us you know, invested a chunk of time. I've invested a fair amount of time mm -hmm. learning <clears throat> how to set everything up and how to make everything work separate from rocking the audio like to, you know recording myself buying the gear figuring out how to use the gear how do you use wh whether it's audacity soundcloud audience you choose you have to be able to cut it yeah you know i i last year went to this uh salt lake city comic-con very great comic-con love going to comic-cons got a superhero speaking persona yeah and i've spoken at a number of comic-cons i love doing it and i went to a podcasting gig there and it was just about sci-fi podcasters that are real famous there's one that only talks about the dark side and sith lords and 
there are a number of other people talking about Marvel versus DC and, and these other women are just kind of in the sci-fi realm. And these women were great because they're like, we don't do anything other than talk. We have a sound guy that's part of our company. We call him the fairy. The, okay. the podcast fairy. The podcasting fairy, right? And she's right. like, you know, we just, he sets everything up. We come in and talk. A week later, podcast goes up. Yeah. That magic. ain't my experience. Yeah. The fairy <laughs> takes, fair yeah, the podcasting fairy takes care of everything. Yeah. Well, we're, we're I think both you and I are kind of uh, DIY type thing. Do people, it yourself. Right? Yeah, I mean, sure, sure, sure. You it know, takes you a chunk of time, but it, it does. It gets the, the job done eventually. Learning curve is tough, but it's beneficial. Yeah. And then living life with one hand, I don't have a lot of one handed mentors telling me how to do things. So, I, you know, yeah. I've, I kind of got to figure stuff out on my own. And it wasn't so bad, but. It well, certainly was challenging. And there's just so much, there's so much information out there that you have to weed through and say, what's at, what's good for me and what's not. Right. I mean, er, everyone and their dog has instructions on how to start a podcast. And it's just, some of it is not helpful. It's not. And sometimes too much information is not good. Yeah. Too much. It's like standing, trying to figure out what toothpaste brand you want when there's 40 <sighs> brands there. Yeah. You know, I have friends that live in Russia. They're like, well, on one level, it's easy because you only have like two options. So you either pick that one or that one. Yeah. Because I went to the store with some of my Russian friends and and they were just like, oh, there's so many choices. Like it's such a problem trying to figure out what and how much things cost. And So they felt over and you went to felt the store here in the States. Yeah, here in the United States. And they had sensory overload probably. Pretty much. Just like podcasting, trying yeah. to set up podcasting. And, yeah. And uh, But I think, you know, I believe the most important aspect is knowing who you are and how you want to offer it, and then you can go from there. I think that's perfect those, advice. Yeah, those decisions, once you know what kind of podcast you want to deliver, how you want to present yourself, what you want to give, th th that's the most important thing. Then I think it's easy to choose your name. And then, then you got to do all the financial stuff like, okay, what podcasting host do I want to set up? Do I have the skills to do this? Should I pay somebody else to do this? Is it worth that investment? And then once all that's cut, just start going. Yeah, then you start cranking, right? Well, yeah, then you still have to learn some so audio software. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> that, that small hurdle. That's easy Yeah, though, just right? that, that little hurdle, you know? <laughs> right. I mean, it can be done easier than better but it's a podcast so the right. sound quality should be good yeah you know? well yeah you know once you unless you go through it you look from the outside and you say what's the big deal at least that's how i kind of felt oh i'll do this and this and it'll fall into place but once you get in there there's a fork in the, an infinite fork in the road and you're like okay now this one now this I one got, yeah to make these decisions you got to do research and right yeah it takes a bit of work yeah but i'm excited for the for the rest of your shows to come out so have you even looked forward to what you're going to do next, another project, new projects on the horizon down the road, or are you still just focusing on podcasting right now and getting that? Right following? now, I'm working on podcasting. I'm looking, I'm looking for some venues that can be a little more grounded. Not that I, I don't want to travel and speak. I actually just secured a gig in October out in Indiana, speaking, uh, doing some youth empowerment speaking. Oh, just recently. Just recently, yeah. Okay. So I just secured that gig, and then typically I'm gone in the summer. I spend a couple months on a Buddhist. Um, internship. So I train very deeply as a Buddhist. I run the Boise Dharma Center here in Boise. But I'm focusing mostly on podcasting and I'm working on a book. 
Okay. So I'm, I, I have three small books that I want to write, eh, potentially four, but I'm just in the process of figuring out how that's going to work and laying out the outline of that and just getting that rolling. Yeah. So those are my big projects. I've kind of put speaking on the side, trying to spark my speaking career by doing other things, podcasting, having a book, things of that yeah. nature. And like you said, it's the, the podcast is brand new. It's a, you're like a weekend, haven't probably had a sense to any data to see how it's coming back obviously so new so oh, very new. Roll so out. it's going to take yeah. it's going to take a couple months to kind of feel that out and see how yeah. that works and where am i going to market that and what kind of response i get who's into it who's listening who likes it yeah you know as a one-handed podcasting show i'm, I'm interested to see how many two-handed people listen yeah. consistently well you got one sure, sure. Up one right here because i'm listening every time so yeah. Well, thanks for stopping by. And again, your website is onehandspeaks.com. And I'll put all of your links to social media sure. on these, in the show notes for this podcast on my website, gmarkphillips.com, so they can go and connect with you. Because you, you post other cool stuff. You've got your hands in a lot of cool I, stuff. I cover a lot of ground. So yeah, onehandspeaks.com is my, my official mainstream professional <clears throat> Speaking site, you can get my podcast there, but I also have a great superhero. My my superhero speaking persona <clears throat> is theguardianofhope.com. Yeah. So you can go there and check that out. If you know anything about Moldavite, idahomoldavite.com. I sell some Buddhist practice gear at malacounters.com. All you got to do is just Google my name, Alejandro Anastasio. You'll find a lot. <laughs> You're busy. Yeah. You've been busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I ran a professional martial arts school for 10 years, Three Shapes Aikido. I, I, you can go to my YouTube page. I, I need to work on my YouTube page. But you can find me everywhere online at One Hand Speaks. Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, Instagram. Check me out on Instagram. Yeah, I love Follow that. me on Instagram. I want to start doing a lot more just with Instagram. But you can find me everywhere. I got a big web presence. I've been doing a lot of things online for a long time. Yeah. Ran festivals in Boise, Idaho. Got some funky music online. I'm more of a artist that produces music. But whatever. Just yeah. check me out. Yeah. You, check me all, out. Let me know. Let me know. Stuff. But yeah, I've spoken in seven different countries. I've been yeah. in Estonia, Finland, Czech Republic. Competed in the World Championship for public speaking with Toastmasters in 2014 in Malaysia. Spoke in Singapore. Yeah, I've been around. Yeah, you have. Been I got around. some. I got some good. I got a great track record. Right. I got a great message, and I just want to help people. Just want to inspire people. And if 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 that's done through laughter, then great. If you find more enlightenment on that Buddhist twist, that's great too. Yeah. If you just get something out of me, share me. Absolutely. Let, let, let people know what's going on. Absolutely. You're a great person to share. So Thanks, Mark. You're welcome. Ross, right. thanks for kicking it with me here. Hey, my pleasure. My pleasure. You've helped me out a lot in the past, so I'm just giving back a little bit. Anytime, anytime. All right. All right. So we'll wrap it up. And until next time, all the best, health, wealth, and success. Okay. Bye now. S signing out. One Hand Speaks. Play your hand. <laughs>